As the world works to cope with the current COVID situation, brands will show their true colors. While some will seek to capitalize on the situation, others will seek to help. In this podcast, we're highlighting those brands who are going above and beyond to do what's right for their employees, their customers, and their community. It is these brands who will ultimately rise to the top as they show their hearts and build stronger and more meaningful relationships with people. It is our hope that by sharing these stories, not only can we spread goodness, but we can also cause others to follow suit. Welcome to Brand Heart. Hi, and welcome to Brand Heart. I'm your host, Jeff Friedman, and today I'm here with Sandra Richter, the CEO and co-founder of SUFA. Sandra, welcome to the show. Thanks so much. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for organizing all that you do and sharing and spreading the love. Sure. Well, it's great to meet you. And, um, and by the way, before we even start, I want to congratulate you on um, your recent award from the Boston Chamber of Commerce, the Boston Small Business of the Year Award for Innovation and Growth. So congratulations on that. That's, that's really big. Thank you so much. And in, in that moment, the real people I have to thank is, is my team, who's been phenomenal. Um, none of this would have happened without them. And they put together an amazing application. I was just so proud of everyone and, and very thankful and humbled by uh, getting their awards. So thank you so oh, much. Sure. Well, well, the, the application itself had, had a lot to do with it. But I'd say the business that you created has even more to do with it. Um, so <laughs> you and the team created. And um, so maybe for all the listeners, if you can just give an overview of what is SUFA, that'd be great. Yeah, of course. Uh, so SUFA was founded out of the MIT Media Lab in 2014 um, to connect people. And so we bring signage into neighborhoods that connect uh, cities and citizens and businesses to one another. So what does that mean? Um, We have a screen basically that we place onto a corner in a neighborhood like Coolidge Corner or, you know, Kendall Square or in Revere at the beach. And when you walk by, you'll see neighborhood news. And even cooler is that you can actually go ahead and post neighborhood news to that sign yourself. Cool. So there, so it's like digital connected screens throughout these communities. And uh, we were just speaking earlier, and there's some API, so it can pull in, you know, the the transit maps. It can pull in the the schedules, but also, as you were just saying, people from the community, citizens, businesses, they can go on and actually add content to the screens as well. Is that correct? Yeah. So um, imagine it as a piece of paper and um, you will have imagined correctly because it's actually utilizing electronic paper, which was invented by E-Ink, another great founder in in the Boston area community, Russ Wilcox, who's also an investor. And so we're we're using electronic paper, um, which is great because we can power it with solar. So what that allows us to do is actually install these signs very quickly anywhere. And just with the power of the sun, we can um, run this screen electronically and it is connected via, you know, it's almost like its own little telephone. And so it calls into the Internet and says, when's the next bus coming or what did the neighborhood have to say right now? And so we'll, we'll show um, content on the sign and, and the sign obviously knows or the signage knows where it is. So it's all hyper local. Um, so you'll never see the same information that you would see in a Coolidge Corner and a Revere versus a Somerville or an Everett. Right. Um, so each one of the locations we pick from an app store, uh, which applications, or we call them applets, 
um, are shown. So anything from, um, you know, uh, Boston Globe, actually, we've had a partnership with or we have a partnership right. with. So we'll feature specific articles, um, as well as you mentioned, at transit, weather, sometimes in some neighborhoods, we even show horoscopes. So whatever the neighborhood uh, wants and needs, we'll, we'll, we'll show. Very cool. And hopefully it gets people um, maybe looking up instead of looking at their phone all the time and they can actually see where they're walking. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Instead of black mirror where you're looking on your, you know, your black reflective square, um, you can start smiling at at people outside. And I think now in particular, this is going to be more important than ever because we can't tell if people are smiling while we're walking around with masks in this difficult time. So showing up and and uh making sure that people see your smile in your eyes is, is more important than ever well said well it, i mean it really is a community service platform in in many ways right it's, it's helping people like you said even look up and seeing one another and smiling at each other through their eyes of course with their mask yeah. on but also <laughs> learning about their community what's going on and you guys are in boston or you're beyond even massachusetts right you're in multiple locations yeah, we're in multiple states, um, Atlanta, for example, as well, um, which has been also really interesting to be able to work with local governments. So all of the applications that we, we've been pulling now, so like the CDC's Twitter or like working with the mayor's offices, obviously the work with local government leaders. Right. Um, and so we get actually the, the opportunity to see, you know, how Boston and Massachusetts is handling uh, the current current situation versus Atlanta. And so right. it's, it's really, we have to be the neighborhood experts if we want to provide a neighborhood platform. Right. And I think that's really what um, is important about what we do. You said, you know, it's a public communication platform. And at the end of the day, you know, people used to go to the market town square and, and see public notices. And uh, that's what we're what we're emulating and making sure that you see right here right now right then what matters to you and your community well that's interesting so you guys have really i mean it's very cool technology it's it seems like it's really taking off so congratulations on all that that said COVID hit and it sounds like you know you're also serving probably you know it's an advertising based model a lot of the your revenue is coming from advertisers restaurants right i'm assuming entertainment companies what happened how has it impacted you I would say the the impact was very dramatic. I mean, most of our most of our customers were in a blink of an eye, like shut down, like museums, like do not open tomorrow. The right. restaurants closed down. I mean, lots of people furloughed, and uh, we really were asking ourselves the question, like, what can we really do here to to help um, and to to make sure the community can stay in touch, and how do we utilize the platform like Sufa and our you know displays and signage in a, in a time like this right um and at the end of the day like it was really about empathetically thinking not just about our customers but really also the end users so like the the neighbors on the street who were really serving at the end of the day and um, how we can contribute to their safety and their them being informed right so so what did you do so very good question. Um, so we we had four main initiatives. So number one, um, are from our customer success team, um, Samantha Ward, who's our VP of customer success and just such a wonderful person, uh, called up every one of our customers and asked how how the, how we could help. Um, yeah. We changed out creative for them. We basically um, you know paused their campaigns if they closed down completely and just wanted to make sure we're a good partner. I think right. that was, you know, most importantly. Then second, um, we we really 
we're brainstorming around how can we help the small local businesses. Um, and so Charlotte Varno was a, a product manager at, at Sufa, um, started texting all these restaurants and asking like, hey, do you want to just tell me when you're open and like when people can pick up or drop off and, and how you're functioning right now? And we'll, we'll, we'll display it for you because like not right. everybody's so tech savvy. And so they text to Charlotte, like they're opening hours and that changed day to day. And so like we would go and like exchange all that content wow. for them. It was super manual. Um, but we felt like that was something how we, we could really be be supportive. And 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 then Charlotte took that into the engineering organization and actually built up out a product within, within two weeks, which I was so impressed by the volatility and agility of, of our engineering team. Um, and then third, we also um, placed new signs. Um, and that was really a big question for us. Like, are we going to go out there and, 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 you know, have a crew put bolts in the ground? Like, is that is that health conform with like the CDC guidelines? Right. Like, where do we make the, the cut here? Um, and then we, we decided that was a very safe crew. So someone like they lived together, they were one living unit. Um, and then obviously with face masks, we were able to um, place uh, and launch uh, SUFA in, in Revere. Um, which uh, we, I was very proud of that we were able to do that and are able now to daily, depending on the new um, information, inform inform the community. And I mean, quite frankly, uh, there's a lot of news going on right now. And so being able to uh, check in with the city and even like Somerville versus Cambridge, different times of opening for businesses in phase right. one. So being able to make sure that people know okay hey here this is the authority and it comes from a you know the city's twitter or like with the mayor's handle like hey this is what you need to know about your city right um and so we were very excited to be able to launch and, and review and actually we we will a couple more cities around the boston area over the next couple of weeks because we think it's so important to have a public communication channel for um during these times that's great so just to be clear you instead of obviously holding customers to their contracts, you actually reached out and you, you were proactive, proactively reached out to them to change things and, and tell them yep. that they could stop. And then you actually opened up the free, almost like free advertising to even people who weren't customers, right? So now all the restaurants, whether customers <laughs> or not, right? So, so yeah. we're taking away our revenue. We're giving away our advertising now. Yep. Uh, we created a new product to make it even easier to get your free advertising on there. Yeah. And then went into new um, locations like Revere without any advertising to come in and to support it at the time. Yeah. <laughs> so someone could say, oh, my God, this woman is crazy. Why is she in charge? Um, but uh, I have to say, like, I, our, our board of directors has been very supportive throughout this period. Um, we have phenomenal investors who are Boston pillars as well. So, so people who are, you know, very in tune with the situation and want to give back into the Boston community, in particular Pillar VC as well as Underscore VC, both very community-driven um, um, uh, investors in in the community. And so, we've gotten a lot of support. Um, we recently added a new executive chairman, um, Jeff Binder, who also has been really thinking creatively: how can we um, continue to grow in those times. And actually we invented a, a whole new product line now around sponsorships. So we actually have, um, the ability now to go and roll out a revere, um, without immediate, like ad revenue from our usual sources. However, we might have an Amazon that's going to go and be a, a brand sponsor and, and just 
make sure that our costs are covered and they become a title sponsor of, of a community asset. Right. Um, and so I think it's shown that we as a team with when we put our, and that's not just SUFA, I think that's just Massachusetts, Boston, I mean the world, when we put our heads together and we think creatively and we support one another, we can come up with incredible new ways of helping one another and new ways of, of business models even that that work during times like this. Right. Yeah, I mean, I jokingly obviously saying you're, you're crazy, but that's what great brands <laughs> do, right? I mean, great brands put mission before money, right? And it's, well, how do we, because you know what, if you do the mission right and you really care about that community and you do what's right for that community, they will, they will return that when it, when, when the time is needed. Right. And I Amen. think, it, you know, <laughs> it, it, they will. And that's, that's what great yeah. brands do. They have to do the right thing. And I think you, you're a great role model for everyone else out there of, you know, remembering why you're there. It's not about making money. Of course, that's how businesses need to, you know, you need to stay alive at a certain point. But, you know, it's really about creating stronger communities and letting people communicate with one another. And when you put that first, like you said, you're going to get better products out of this. You're going to have more loyal customers. Hopefully you get more advertisers out of it. And, you know, you guys continue to grow. So um, I think you're doing all the right stuff. And I hope others follow that. Thank you. As well. So that, that said, is there, you know, as a, you know, CEO of a, of, of a multiple award-winning company now, um, so uh, doing well, what would you, you know, any advice you'd give to other business leaders, whether it's a small business, large business, um, but what they should be doing and how they should be thinking about this time? Well, I would say, number one, trust your team. And I think what I was saying earlier, like, multiple minds together can come up with great ideas so it's never a one person show and of course you know i'm the spokesperson here as, as the ceo of, of of sufa um but i you know i have an incredible team right um and i think that a lot of the things that we're doing has come from that and so i think trust is a big one so as you're building your companies as you're as you're doing what you're doing just like Find people you can trust and you like working with, and then everything will will fall together. And sometimes it takes a bit to find that circle of trust, but once you have it, nothing can stop you. Right. Um, and and you persevere. And I would say, generally speaking, for those who are, you know, the tiny businesses or meaning the, the people who don't have a team, um, I think the same the same is true. Like think about what what you can do to help. And I mean, I've I've been seeing tremendous amount of work of people starting to sew masks and, and distributing them, going shopping for elderly. Um, and I, and I think just when you, when you get up in the morning, ask yourself, like, what can I do for someone else? And if you do, if you do that every day, every, everyone should be taken care of. Right. right. <laughs> so, um, I think that that is a, a good approach to think about how can you make someone smile? Sometimes it's even the small things, but if you get that into your head and into your rhythm, then it falls like, it starts feeding into everything you do and then right. we just become better humans. And I think the biggest fear I have right now um, is that we become an antisocial uh, society because it is scary. Like suddenly we have, you know, COVID-19 and, and, and people are afraid of one another. Right. And um, I, I do take being a leader very seriously. So I also think about like, what is it that I should be promoting right now? Like, you know, on the one hand, I want people to come back into the offices and be social and go outside and be social. But on the other hand, I also want to make sure we all stay safe. So 
I think that's the other the other part I just want to let people know like definitely overthink this one and I think we have to think a lot about this <laughs> and oh, yeah. um, we have to make sure that we find new ways of, of social interaction um, and ways of, of, of being together um, and even when we now come from phase one into phase two um, support one another. I mean, right. be friendly, like on the streets. I know a lot of people are grumpy right now because it's, <laughs> it's a tough time. I mean, unemployment is as high as it's ever been. Right. Um, so if you see people out on the street, unhappy, you know, give them a smile and, and try to be, stay positive. That's great advice. And you know what? I, I think the more you do it, by the way, it, it doesn't just put a smile on the other person's face, but you feel a lot better about yourself and it puts a big <laughs> smile on your face. So uh, that is great advice. So thank you so much. Sandra, it was great meeting you and speaking with you. It was great having you on the show. Keep up the great work and uh, hopefully I see you soon. Yeah, thank you so much. And thanks to all the listeners. I really appreciate your attention. And yeah, come check us out at sufa.co um, or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at, at mysufa and let us know where you would love uh, science to pop up or where you need a brainstorm or where and what to do in your in your community. We're here to help. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to Brand Heart. We hope that today's episode inspired you to spread goodness and help those in need. If you know of a brand going above and beyond to help others during this time, please share it with us via Twitter at showbrandheart. Brand Heart is a production of Small Army, a Finn Partners company. To learn more, visit smallarmy.net or finpartners.com.